With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, the eye of the tiger at Citi Field was actually the eye of the polar bear. Pete Alonso tying, and I'm sorry, setting the Mets' season single-season record at 42 homers against the Cubs in what really is a must-win series for the Mets. Um, but tonight I'm going to shift my focus out in Seattle because Mike Ford, you know, he's actually been a Yankee. He's been called up here and there. But Mike Ford has had... A great start to the series in Seattle, and they're about 40 minutes from the first pitch as of this published podcast. Keep it with Alexander Garrett, Alex G in NYC. And and why am I going to incorporate Mike Ford? Well, first of all, first of all, when I heard John Sterling, when I heard John Sterling after Ford's first homer, he hit two, by the way, last night, but after his uh, first homer, man, I was, I, I was thinking some things. Oh. There's a Ford in the Yankees' future. He has a two-run home run to deep right, right near the foul pole. Mike is Ford tough. Now, where did I hear that before? Where's anybody heard that Ford tough? Okay, Sterling cheesing up a little bit. Of course, Ford tough. But seriously, where did I hear this before? The best-built American trucks are built. Ford tough. Oh, that's right. Ford commercials. And if you also remember, so, so first of all, Mike Ford can compete with Matthew Conaghy with his Lincoln commercials, his stupid Lincoln commercials. I think Mike Ford could compete with them in the Ford commercials, don't you think? We should definitely see if they can pair up Ford and, and Mike Ford. It would just be a perfect marriage, if you will. Uh, Mike Ford actually does speak. Here's what he told Meredith Morakovitz yesterday after the big series opener for himself and for the Yankees, who just came off a two out of three against the Dodgers, starting off things right in Seattle. You know, I've been in the minor leagues for a long time, and uh, once you kind of settle down, uh, you know, everyone's better here, but it's the same game. Uh, we're, we're playing a kid's game, and we get to do it for a job. So just trying to have fun and, and be that same confident guy I was down there. Now, of course, it doesn't sound like an ideal commercial guy. He's pretty chill, pretty relaxed, pretty... You know, he's a journeyman, and you can definitely hear that relaxed journeyman style. But, hey, I still say try him in a commercial and see how he does, Ford. 
the best built American trucks are built. Ford Tough. And so there's this other component of the podcast night that I really wanted to talk about. Because if you remember, I started this thing called the We the Shareholder series based on the Business Roundtable 2019 statement. Where they said they'd want the community, they'd want the employee, they'd want the customer to be valued just as much as the shareholder. So indeed, they're trying to say we the shareholder. And then I, I was thinking, well... If you want to talk about the community and the citizens being shareholders in addition to the actual investors to the company, let's do it. Let's have that conversation because these corporations and Ford is more than just a car company. You know, They're an actual corporation. They're doing things to better people's lives. And, and what's example number one? Example number one is – and you can look at it at the uh, Ford Media Center – But believe it or not, it's called the Ford Inclusive Works Program. What this is is actually um, getting people with disabilities, actually individuals with autism, a chance to work at Ford. So, again, when you hear about people complaining about why should we bail out a car company, why should we deal with corporations to begin with, it's because they're giving opportunities. Not only are they benefiting the customer, but they actually have initiatives to help people in America. And of course, anybody with autism, anyone with a disability should be given the chance to work. And and if you just look and do the research, Ford is doing that with their Ford Inclusive Works program. Um, it started way back in 2016. It's still continuing today. And I mean, it's just, it's great that, that people with autism can be able to be acknowledged in society and be able to work in society. And so it's something that whatever his personal stuff you thought you've heard about Henry Ford, this is something that Ford probably envisioned when he created the Model T and the assembly line. When he did all that, He probably envisioned inclusivity that Ford is doing today in 2019. And it's just, um, they partnered with the Autism Alliance of Michigan. And I'm sure you can apply anywhere in the country to be part of that. And then you look at what they're doing today as well. I mean, there's, there's just so much more that Ford, and by the way, you're listening to the We the Shareholder series. There's just so much more that they are doing um, for communities, not just in Michigan, but really around uh, around the Upper North there and elsewhere. I mean, recently, as of August 16th, they are going to raffle off a custom-painted Shelby GT500 to help fund research for juvenile diabetes care. So when you see these car commercials, my point tonight is that they're just more than a car company. They're doing things to benefit the community. Uh, November 10th is going to be a big deal at the Ford Conference and Event Center in uh, Dearborn, Michigan, 1151 Village Road, where you can actually uh, try and get this Mustang Shelby GT500 2020. Uh, You can take a look at media.ford.com. And for more information on that, go to p2p.onecause.com. Dot com slash 
JDR FGT500. So I guess tonight I want to say thank you to Mike Ford for not only contributing to the Yankees, but for giving Ford a bit of a, 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 vis, a visibility. Of course, no one would equate him to the car company, even though the equation is right there. Ford, Ford, why not talk about Ford the car company, Ford the corporation that is bettering we the shareholder to this very day. And if you want information on them, definitely Google this Ford Workplace Initiative Program. Definitely uh, just visit their media site. It's not that hard. And if you do like the Ford commercials, then maybe write to Ford and say, hey, why don't we have Mike Ford uh, be in a commercial? It would just... It would be great. And I remember at one point, Ford and the Yankees were actually partners. I don't know if that's the case anymore. But I remember that Ford used to partner with the Yankees on, on different things, even for promotions on uh, at Yankee Stadium. So they, they've been part of the Yankee franchise before. Maybe they should be again. But tonight in Seattle, maybe Ford continues his ways. Maybe the Yanks can continue this road trip on a high note. And B, the best built American trucks are built. Ford Tough. Ford Tough. I'm Alexander Garrett. Very brief tonight, but we'll be back with more of the We the Shareholder series. We'll be back with more. I do want to talk about with Dorian making its way up the coast tropical storm. Just as that's happening, Donald Trump actually shifted funds from FEMA to the border. And so what's that? what that's going to allow is... Actual asylum hearings, for those who say he doesn't want them in the country, it'll expand the uh, possibility of asylum hearings. The backlogs will be fixed. The detention centers might actually get more funding because of this. And and here's the thing. Everybody's going to say, oh my goodness, he's taking away funding from FEMA. Well, when you look at the disaster relief that's been abused by different cities uh, and most recently by Puerto Rican officials... We tried to give them aid, but two officials recently were arrested for abusing the aid. So if these cities and and these places are not going to use FEMA disaster relief, if the guy who was leading FEMA himself had to resign because he was abusing the funds, well, then maybe, just maybe, shifting it to something so imperative as fixing our border crisis is what we need right now. Those in Florida, those in Puerto Rico, those in the eye of Dorian may disagree with me, and probably the whole country disagrees. But look, it's simple. If these funds are being abused to begin with, maybe we should say, hey, cities, if you're going to take our money and not do anything with the relief efforts in these different parts of the country, maybe we shouldn't give them to you. And I actually kind of agree with that approach. I don't agree with pulling every disaster relief out of there, but if you have to do something to fix the crisis at the border, I'm all for that. And and while I'm while I'm still on this podcast, coming with Alexander Garrett tonight, check out my Medium article. I actually called it uh, something I've kind of coined now over the last couple of days because there's there's this thing where baseball players are single handedly hitting homers and single handedly winning games for for their teams. Well, as I mentioned last podcast, the Medicaid stuff and health insurance is a bit of a deal now for myself and those around me. 
And so when I go up against articles that say, you know what, if Joe wants to be go- become Joan, become a female, go right ahead. We'll cover it under Medicaid. If I go against that, then I'm unpopular because, see, you're supposed to be with everything, okay with what everything Medicaid does. Oh, they're so beneficial. But when you see effects of it somewhat working, somewhat not working, somewhat not benefiting actual disabled people, you're like, hold on a second. If someone can work uh, and be on a program, but still be need to be under and still be told, hey, you can't achieve this much money because we're going to take away your aid. But then you tell Joe who wants to be Joan and Jen who wants to be John. I mean, you get the point. If you tell them, hey, you're going to get the surgery to reassign your parts that God made you with for free while actual disabled Americans can't get the true benefits of Medicaid, yeah, I'm going to have a problem with it. Yeah, I know CNN won't put me on their network to talk about it because they want to go along with an agenda that's blind to all that. See, when they say they're for diversity, they don't really mean diversity because if they did, a conservative who's disabled and who's done a lot of media and a lot of videos and all this stuff, podcasts, could be brought on to give his thoughts. But that's not happening because I'm not going along with what CNN's saying. So I am single-leggedly. That, that is my new thing. Single-leggedly dismantling the norms that society is now going with. Unbelievable that Medicaid can cover sex reassignment. That's not normal. But today society is saying you have to make that normal. So I'm going against that norm. And a bunch of other things Democrats are doing that I disagree with. And so, baseball players doing single-handedly. I'm doing single-leggedly on my rollerblade each and every day. And I'm proud to do it. You should check out my Medium article uh, at... I've got to change up the, the username, but it's backslash AG200111. Or just check Alex Garrett on Medium. It's there. Uh, it's also on Quartz and other place as well so definitely check that out and yeah i know this podcast is very unpopular to the liberal the mainstream media because it's going against what they say but you see if they really cared about the disabled community they would have different voices who are supporting trump who are supporting the republicans that happen to be disabled but that'll never happen in our lifetime i mean i from what i could see Maybe that'll change in the near future. Who knows? But I'm Alexander Garrett. Keep me real, real. AlexGeneNYC is my Twitter and my Instagram. If you listen this long, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you next time.